Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Not that long ago, I was battling Eastern Russian demons in Michigan. Eastern Russian evil spirits in Michigan, here in North America, in the United States of America. I had traveled to hold some meetings. We held a number of meetings, spending many, many hours ministering to those afflicted by the powers of Satan. Many evil spirits were cast out. Many hearts were healed in the name of Jesus Christ. One family that arrived to the meeting had been searching for a church to assist them for years. Years, my friends. But no one made themselves available. So the Holy Spirit sent me and a minister friend of mine to pray for them. Within minutes of praying with the mother, an evil spirit serviced by the name of Noking. Noking was angry. He was furious. This evil spirit, this Luciferian spirit was furious with me. He growled and fully manifested from within her and spoke to me. Now, the weirdest part of this exorcism was when he spoke to me, he spoke to me in what sounded like Russian. Now, my wife and I have spent many weeks in a Russian village in Germany some years back conducting public meetings, some in some of the uh, some of the villages there, and, and I recognized the language. Now these no king spirits went on and on speaking in Russian. It was truly unusual. I commanded the spirits to speak English to me, and after some struggle, they finally did. However, with great difficulty at the beginning. There's twelve of us, and we go back many generations. The demonic spirits no king boasted to me as they looked at me with murderous intent, we will kill her. We will kill her and destroy her family. Destroy her family, the evil spirits told me. My friends, this exorcism is not unusual to me. These kinds of encounters with evil spirits, I and I face each and every day. These evil spirits are out to destroy. They're out to place you in bondage. In some way, in some form, they want to place you in bondage. Bondage, demonic, satanic bondage, is quite real. Many people in bondages, the generational bondages and sins and curses... Some are addicted to sex, 
to nicotine, alcohol, drugs, to the internet, to video games. You get the point. There's bondages along the lines of addictions. There's bondage to cults. Perhaps you're involved in Mormonism, Jehovah Witnesses, the Unitarian Church, Scientology. You've bought a lie from the New Age movement. You're involved in witchcraft. You dabble in the occult, black magic, white magic. You're in bondage. Perhaps you're a homosexual, a lesbian. You're transsexual, bisexual. You're in some kind of sexual bondage of this sort. Perhaps you're in a bondage of a secret sin that nobody knows about. Only you and the Lord has bound you up for years, for many months, for many weeks, many days, and it continues to bind you. You can be set free. I'm telling you, I don't care what the bondage is. You can be set free. So here, here I was with my ministry partner dealing with this evil spirit called Noking. And he said that he goes back many generations and that he will kill her and he would destroy the family. If you've opened up the doorway to the devil, that's the devil's ultimate goal is to kill and destroy you. I want to do something different. I want to change your life through the power of Jesus Christ by giving you the information, presenting you the truth, so your life may be changed and transformed by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. That's what we're going to do tonight as we discuss bondage, deliverance, and you on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack. The Jesus Freak salutes from the Voice of the Martyrs. After World War II, the border between Ukraine and Romania is heavily guarded for two reasons. To keep Ukrainians in and keep Bibles out. One winter night, Soviet guards spot four fresh sets of footprints in the snow, heading toward the freedom of Romania and Western Europe. The guards hastily follow the tracks further and further away from the four Christians who had left those footprints. You see, the four men weren't escaping the Ukraine. They were Romanian missionaries carrying Bibles into the Ukraine. They had walked backwards across the border, leaving boot prints that led the Soviet guards the opposite direction. For more tales of creative outreach, go online to persecution.com. What's up? This is Michael Tate with the story of two Jesus freaks, one real life, one fictional. The main character in the allegory, The Pilgrim's Progress, is named Christian. Millions of believers have been inspired by his perseverance as he journeys from the city of destruction to the celestial city encountering many pitfalls along the way. But did you know the author, John Bunyan, had his own challenges too? He served 12 years in prison for preaching without a license. But it was there that he was inspired to write that life-changing allegory. Bunyan once said, I never knew all there was in the Bible until I spent those years in jail. 
I was constantly finding new treasures. Will you stand with the Voice of the Martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. Michigan with Eastern Russian spirits. They said there's 12 of us, and we go back many generations. The demonic spirits boasted to me. As they looked at, at me with murderous intent, we will kill her and destroy her family. Now, the reasons were varied of how these 12 spirits gained access into the ancestral bloodline, fornication, molestation, rejection, adultery, and many other sins and bondages. Perhaps you're bound, such as like this woman, by fornication, molestation, rejection, adultery, many other kinds of addictions and bondages. I want you to listen as I share this this incredible encounter. As this woman found freedom, you can find freedom too. Now, these demonic spirits also reveal that this lady, who I'll refer to as Michelle, uh, Michelle's great-grandmother was involved in an organized witchcraft group that participated in satanic rituals. We are here to stop her from obtaining her inheritance and blessings as a child of your God. Of your God, the demons confessed. Now, think about that for a moment. That's amazing. We, the demons were speaking to me. They said, we are here to stop her from attaining her inheritance and blessings as a child of your God. Wow. How many of you listening to this broadcast feel like you're not fully obtaining the blessings due to you as a child of the king? How many of you listening to this broadcast, this live presentation, feel this way? That you're not fully walking in victory. There's something binding you. Oh, it's demons. Demons are binding you to that sin. Demons are binding you to that addiction. Demons are binding and blinding you. Only the power of the blood of Jesus Christ will set you free. Remember what the Apostle Paul teaches? That we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Look at Ephesians chapter 1. You see this very, very, very clearly written out. With every spiritual blessing. But I'm amazed. I'm baffled why many believers are not walking in these blessings. Except to realize most, well, maybe I should say most. Most believers are demonized. Deeply demonized. I mean, I I believe there are demons hindering. and and, And these demons must be confronted. They must be expelled. See, I don't appease demons. I don't suppress demons. I don't, I'm not going to ask you to suppress your demons. If you were to come to any of my meetings, I'm going to confront them and expel them in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't have much time to. We're not going to appease them, compromise with spirits. I don't do that. 
Jesus very clearly said, he that is not with me is against me. It's black and white on this issue. I'm not going to appease them, so I'm going to expel them. And I'm going to expel them out of your life. Even now, <clears throat> those of you who are bound up, I really sense the power of the blood of Jesus Christ is upon you. Perhaps you have been repentant. You're, you've been crying out, God set me free from this sin, from this addiction. Now you just need somebody to come along to cast that demon out. Well, I'm right here. You hear my voice. Thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of people access these broadcasts, these live global presentations, and you right now can be free. You can be healed. You can be liberated from the powers of darkness, by the powers of Satan, the powers of Lucifer, by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, I speak to that demon that's harassing your mind right now. Come out in the authority of Jesus Christ. Leave. Go. Go. Out in the authority of Jesus. Go to the pit. Right now, go to the pit. Many of you being set free by the power of the blood of Jesus. Evil spirits, go. Go in the authority of Jesus. The power of the living God is upon you, my friend. The power of the living God is upon you. Holy Spirit, fill these precious people. Like I said, I don't appease demons. I expel them. And at one point, the demons stood this precious woman up on the sofa that she had been sitting on and towered over me with satanic glee. I mean, he was, he was literally about to lunge at me with all fury. So I called forth the holy angels of God, and they immediately came and restrained the spirits and forced them to sit back down. The holy angels of the Lord on many occasions struck these vile spirits with their swords and brought upon them great, great judgment. I mean, the angel, the angelic ministry, enabled me to effectively help this dear woman. Many other demons were within Michelle, including a group of Jezebel spirits, hell-bent on destroying the family. What was remarkable was when Jezebel surfaced, he immediately spoke, utilizing many Christian cliches and verbiage that you would often hear many Christians use. But the tone was sarcastic and fake. Jezebel just laughed and laughed. He confessed he loved going to churches. You may be saying, how is that possible? A demon likes to go to a church? Yes. Does not the Lord rebuke the church in the book of Revelation for tolerating Jezebel among themselves? Jezebel will be found in many churches around the world. Does your church tolerate Jezebel? One way to see if the church tolerates, to see if women have senior leadership in your church. Now, let me make it very clear. I believe in the equality of men and women before God. It's not an issue about equality. It's about an issue of roles. It is clearly written that God has ordained men to be the ultimate leaders of the body of Christ. Not women. Again, it has nothing to do about equality. It has everything to do about roles. It's The same can be said about the role that women have with bearing children. God did not choose for men to bear children. Obviously, he chose women that great honor to bring forth life. They're life. Women are life givers. But God has chosen men. Now, God can call women to the ministry. Women can be ordained to be consecrated unto the Lord for ministry in the kingdom of God. 
I believe that. But not to be a leader over an entire body of believers. So if you, there's, a, there's if there's women in senior leadership in the wherever kind of church you attend, then you have found that the church has tolerated the spirit of Jezebel. Now there's many. I need to do a broadcast. I need to do a show on that subject of Jezebel, the demon of Jezebel. But suffice to say, one characteristic she has is infiltrating the church and in senior leadership where she is basically ruling the men. They have many churches tolerate Jezebel. And this kind of spirit enjoys entering churches to bring havoc and seduction. Now, all of us, me included, need to be on the watch of the spirit within the body of Christ. Remember, Jezebel has no respect for the people of God. Just recall historic, from a historical basis what Jezebel to the, did to the prophets of old. Think about that. Perhaps you're bound by the spirit of Jezebel. Perhaps, and I find this, it doesn't matter if I go to Australia, China, Europe, it doesn't matter where I go throughout the world, Africa, throughout North America. Jezebel, you'll find Jezebel within church, and often her characteristics include manipulation, control, domination, flirtatiousness, seduction, witchcraft. Many women, especially in the West, have this spirit. You are bound, my dear lady friend. You are bound by Jezebel. Would you like to be set free? Would you like to humble yourself before King Jesus and be set free from this Jezebel spirit that's keeping you from having children? That's keeping you from even getting married? It's keeping you from even being able to conceive, to establish any relationship with anybody? You can't meet anybody with that Jezebel spirit within your body. As you lay down tonight, you'll be sleeping with her. That's the way she likes it. You being alone with her. Alone. Yes, you'll have little short relationships here and here and there with men, but ultimately you will have no lasting, lasting, fulfilling relationship if you have Jezebel within your heart. You can be free from the bondage of Jezebel. You need to humble yourself. Oh, there's so much more I want to talk about regarding this exorcism. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. <laughs>
portion of scripture taken to heart by every real-life Jesus freak. It's in 1 Peter chapter 4. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when his glory is revealed. You see, Peter saw suffering for his faith as a privilege. After his final arrest and sentencing, Peter announced He was not worthy to be crucified in the same position as his Savior and requested to die on the cross upside down. How about you? What will be your final request? How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. about the subject of bondage, deliverance, and you. 
Before we get back to that topic, I would encourage you all to come to our meeting this weekend. That's Saturday and Sunday, October 27th to 28th. Church of the Cross, Public Deliverance Mission in Waco, Texas, right outside the Dallas area at the Homewood Suites, Board Room Meeting Hall, 5620 Legend Lake Parkway. There in the city of Waco, Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. That's October 27th. October 28th, Saturday and Sunday, this Saturday and Sunday, in Waco, Texas. Now, November the 3rd, in Atlanta, we'll be holding a public deliverance meeting in Atlanta, Georgia. Hampton Inn Suites, Atlanta, downtown. International Boardroom Meeting Hall, 161 Spring Street, Northwest, in Atlanta, Georgia. The Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. No child care will be provided. However, we will be casting out demons in the name of Jesus Christ, November the 4th, public deliverance meeting in Grand Rapids, Michigan. At the Hampton Inn Suites, Grand Rapids, and the Boardroom Meeting Hall, 5200 28th Street Southeast in Grand, beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. No child care will be provided, but I look forward to meeting you. And then November the 17th, a public deliverance meeting in South Florida at the Hampton Inn, Fort Lauderdale, Boardroom Meeting Hall, 1900 Northwest, 150th 50th Avenue in Pembroke Pines. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m., and I want to encourage you, if you need some personal ministry, I'll be available November the 14th through the 16th there in Florida. Feel free to email me at j at jbartlett.org. That's jay at jbartlett.org. Then November the 18th, another Church of the Cross public deliverance mission in Waco. But again, I would encourage you this week, just prior to Halloween, we're holding this pre-Halloween special meeting, October the 27th, 28th, Church of the Cross public deliverance mission in Waco, Homewood Suites, Boardroom Meeting Hall, 5620 Legend Lake Parkway in Waco, Texas. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. And I, in each of these meetings, my friends, demons are cast out. I can't recall one meeting where where demons were not cast out. In every single Church of the Cross public deliverance meeting, we are casting out evil spirits. In each and every meeting. So if you have an opportunity, get into Waco. Now, if you need some information, if you need help, financial help, getting to the meeting, you know you need deliverance, you're bound up by evil spirits, well, then simply email me. We'll do whatever we can to help you. J-J-A-Y at jbartlett.org. Also, at jbartlett.org, you will find more than 30 volumes that are available for you to download for free. Volumes that I've written over the span of 20-some years of global ministry. I've written on spiritual warfare, on the occult. In fact, I wrote a book on the, on the encyclopedia of the occult. I've written about exorcism, demonism, witchcraft, Satanism, black magic, white magic. I mean, you name it. Written on theology, on the essentials of the Christian faith, on how to conduct open-air evangelistic meetings. How to defend your faith. If you go to jbartlett.org, you'll find more than 30 volumes on a variety of different topics and subjects that I believe will inspire you, bless you. And they're free. The best part of it, they're free. They're free. I can't make money on these free books. <laughs> so at jbartlett.org, get to the website and download as many as you want. Enjoy 
be blessed. Be equipped so you could be a warrior for Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That's jbartlett.org. And like I mentioned to you about this story I've been sharing with you about Michelle, her being controlled by Jezebel. You don't need to be bound by Jezebel or by any demon for that matter. You can be set free. It's interesting, the one Jezebel spirit arrogantly told me, I came into her because she made an inner vow when she was 15 years of age that she would never submit to a man. Uh, inner vows can open your life to demons. Are you bound because you had spoken something? Like, like Michelle, when she made that inner vow when she was 15 years of age that she would never submit to a man? I led Michelle in repentance and renouncing generational curses and drove Jezebel and no king, this eastern Russian spirit that was speaking Russian to me. I bound them together, and I cast them out of her in the name of Jesus Christ. And as soon as the evil spirits left, she immediately felt peace, relief, and joy. <laughs> she even shouted at the top of her lungs, I am free in Jesus. I am free in Jesus. Now, there's other, there were other demons that were confronted and expelled that I'd like to share with you what happened there. See, you can be bound by these things, but you can be set free by, these, by the power of the blood of Jesus from these things. You need to call upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved, delivered, healed. And you can do that now as you're listening to my voice. Now, this is just the first segment. I have another segment to today's broadcast. There's much more to cover. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news about another real-life Jesus freak. The year is 1079. No one will stand up to the tyranny of Bolslaw the Cruel, King of Poland. No one except Stanislas, Bishop of Krakow, who courageously rebukes the king. In response, the king sends soldiers to the chapel to kill Stanislas. When they rush in, swords raised, the bishop remains kneeling in prayer, and the men lower their swords. Hearing this, the king races furiously to the chapel, and he himself plunges a dagger into the bishop's heart. But in death is victory, as Boleslaw's own court unites against him, ending his tyrannous reign. For more on the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. is next. Parental discretion is advised.
live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. Michelle's deliverance, the exorcism that I was involved in with this lady named Michelle. We cast out these Eastern Russian spirits that were speaking Russian to me. We dealt with a number of Jezebel spirits, a number of spirits that were just completely murderous, intent on destroying her. Her life was bound. She was in bondage, and she needed the deliverance. And many other demons were, were confronted and cast out, including spirits of incest. And vindictiveness, one demon revealed he had traveled with a Russian immigrant in the 18th century to the United States. And when he landed on the shore, he looked for openings, the spirit that is, and found Michelle's ancestors who were given into sin and to Satan. He then traveled into one of their ancestors in 1721. This is... This is what happens with evil spirits? They like to spiritually transfer, especially if there's bondage in your life. There's an open door. So this demon had traveled into one of her ancestors in 1721 and had traveled through the bloodline since that day. So where's the church, I wonder? Where was the church all these centuries later? Why didn't someone intervene and share the ministry of deliverance so future generations could be spared? of pain, of suffering, and demonization. And it was interesting, many of these demonic spirits that I dealt with in this exorcism held on to pieces of her broken heart. And these spirits were commanded to release her heart. And I spoke to these broken pieces, and, and one little one was even honored to see the risen Jesus. I mean, beautiful, beautiful healing took place as all these pieces of her heart were merged back together and there was wholeness in the name of Jesus. Not only was Michelle delivered from any demons, but her 15-year-old son, Corey, was also healed and, and liberated. And I want to share a little bit about his exorcism. I'm telling you, yes, there's bondage. I recognize that. <laughs> there's bondage within the body of Christ, and of course there's bondage in non-believers. But there's deliverance. And there's deliverance for you, and that's what we're talking about. Bondage, deliverance, and you on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. <laughs> Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from the Voice of the Martyrs. In 1945, most Romanians ran from the Russian tanks rolling into their villages. 
Richard and Sabina Wormbrand handed gospel booklets to the tank commanders. Having spent more than 14 years in prison, Wormbrand would later testify to the U.S. Senate about brutalities suffered under communism, even taking off his shirt to reveal 18 deep torture wounds. Richard Wormbrand, founder of The Voice of the Martyrs, once said, As the communist atheists allowed no place for Jesus in their hearts, I decided I would leave not the smallest place for Satan in mine. For more on his life and legacy, go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with a reminder for all Jesus freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. It's easy to dismiss computer-based social networking as a waste of time and resources. But like other media advancements throughout history, ministries, including the Voice of the Martyrs, are seeing value in staying connected via Facebook and Twitter accounts and hosting online discussion groups. For example, members of the Be A Voice Network are sharing prayer requests, reporting on conferences, and providing updates on persecuted believers from around the world. Are you plugged in? Got a story, prayer request, or burden to share? Your entry point is persecution.com. delivered from many evil spirits in this exorcism, but her 15-year-old son was also healed and liberated. Now, their names were quite interesting. Named Amethed, Negathon, Ramshid, Instad, and various others, other kind of ancient demonic entities that had brought years of torment into his life. I mean, this family was so desperate for deliverance they turned to alternative methods such as light therapy, where this young man had to, for hours at a time, glare into a light that was supposed to bring harmony, inner harmony. Now, <laughs> it didn't bring harmony. It just simply opened up more demons to enter his body. Jesus, help us. But see, people are so desperate, they're willing to turn to alternative methods for healing. Because the church, by and large, doesn't offer any deliverance or healing. It doesn't. Come on. Just let's, let's be real, my friends. Let's be honest and transparent with one another. If you were to walk down to your Methodist church, walk down to your neighborhood Presbyterian church, your neighborhood Baptist church, even in many cases your neighborhood non-denominational Pentecostal church and you said you had demons, they would more than likely ask you to leave their premises or they would simply just give you some information on a good psychologist in the area, a psychiatric hospital. or Some even churches would, would even introduce you to some alternative New Age uh, therapy to find harmony, inner harmony. Well, inner harmony will not bring deliverance from evil spirits. Only the power, the blood, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the command, the forceful command, the confrontation 
of an evil spirit and sending it out to the pit is the only way you're going to find deliverance, my friends. The only way. You're in bondage. You know you're in bondage. Many of you are in sexual bondage, pornography, homosexuality, lesbianism, adultery, fornication. You're bound up by the occult. You've been going to that psychic for years, for many months. You like reading your horoscopes. You're bound to the powers of the occult. You're bound by generational curses and sins. Your family opened you up to incest, to molestation, to the curses of, of violence, of anger, of rage, unforgiveness. And you're broken. You're fragmented. Your life is a mess. Well, I'm here to tell you, you, you may be bound up by evil spirits, by satanic forces, but there's deliverance, and the deliverance is for you. That's why this presentation is titled Bondage, Deliverance, and You. Yes, there's bondage. You're not going to be set free unless you come to the realization there's bondage in your life. How are you going to be delivered if you don't recognize there's bondage? You recognize there's bondage. You deal with the bondage, with the power of Jesus Christ, with forceful commands, dealing with the demons. That's why I'm encouraging you, my friends, to get to our meeting, October the 27th, 28th. That's this Saturday and Sunday. Church of the Cross, Public Deliverance Mission in Waco, Texas. Homewood Suites, Boardroom, Meeting Hall, 5620 Legend Lake Parkway in Waco, Texas, outside of Dallas. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. And we'll be casting out evil spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. I look forward to meeting you. November the 3rd, Public Deliverance Mission in Atlanta, Georgia. At the Hampton Inn and Suites there in Atlanta, downtown. International Boardroom Meeting Hall, 161 Spring Street Northwest in Atlanta, Georgia. The Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. Now, November the 4th, I'll be in beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan at the Hampton Inn and Suites there in the Boardroom Meeting Hall, 5200 28th Street Southeast. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. Then, of course, I'm going to be in Florida for a week, and I would encourage you on November the 17th, We'll be holding a public meeting there in South Florida at the Fort Lauderdale Hampton Inn Boardroom Meeting Hall, 1900 Northwest 150th Avenue in Pembroke Pines. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m., and I look forward to meeting you at one of these meetings very soon. Now, Corey had these evil – Michelle's Michelle was set free from many evil spirits. Now, Corey, her 15-year-old son – needed deliverance and 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 here <laughs> the family was so desperate they turned to alternative methods and it just want more demons it didn't bring harmony and this is a spiritual crime if you think about it where a church going family like this had to turn to this kind of silly means and attempt to bring liberation for the forces that tormented them he needed an exorcism he needed to see an exorcist you, my friend, needed to see an, an exorcist. You need an exorcism. Well, we conducted one. We conducted, conducted an exorcism, and he's free from many demons, and his heart's healed. Many young parts, ranging from 5 to 10 years of age, were communicated with and healed in the name of Jesus. What well, was amazing is this young man now feels a call from God to the deliverance ministry and is now ready to cast out demons himself. As you can see, I could easily go on and on sharing the victories that we saw there in these meetings where we saw Jesus set hearts free. There was another man that we ministered to that was free from a scorpion spirit that was literally stinging his head. 
the spirit was cast out. Another lady was set free from spirits of death and suicide. Ah, there is power in the name of Jesus. That's how you can be set free from this bondage that that enslaves you, that holds you down. You can be set free by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ. And I'm going to give you some practical steps on how you can be set free from bondage. So I'll be right back after this brief intermission.
what's up? This is Michael Tate with news about some more real-life Jesus freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. Christians in Iraq continue to face deadly violence in what appears to be strategically planned attacks. On November 11, suspected Islamic extremists detonated 11 bombs in Christian suburbs across Baghdad, targeting shops and homes. At least five Christians were killed and 33 injured. Four days later, car bombs killed one person and injured seven. Will you pray for Iraqi believers and pray that God's plan for all people to know the truth and be saved moves forward despite the destructive plans of Islamic extremists? For the latest, go online to persecution.com. An urgent email came in from New York City from a 60-year-old woman by the name of Linda. She requested urgent help. In her words, she was emailing a 911 emergency email. For you must understand, this this dear woman had been tormented and, and was constricted by satanic powers. In fact, these spirits literally physically assaulted her earlier in the evening. Hence, her urgent request for spiritual help. And God immediately prompted me to call her, and I did. This was nearly midnight. Mind you, it was nearly midnight. Still outside, yet the Holy Spirit speaks, you obey. I call, and she picks up the phone. Linda heads up a a prayer ministry and has been serving Jesus for more than 40 years. She was so thankful I called. While she was sharing with me on the phone, the Holy Spirit spoke to me about two main things that needed to be addressed. There was some form of Satanism in her background, and her heart was terribly broken and was in need of deep, deep healing. I interrupted her and shared with her, and she just simply broke down in tears. The Holy Spirit is always, always spot on, my friends. And I began to pray, and immediately a demonic spirit named Antichrist surfaced and spoke to me in a different voice. She belongs to us. We are too many for you. There's legions of us. We have special powers, the demon boasted to me. (laughs) I can't begin to tell you how many times demons have said they have special powers. I'm not going to be able to cast them out. They're too powerful. I hear this over and over again. She belongs to us. We're too many for you. There's legions of us. We have special powers, the demons boasted. Well, I confronted the spirits. And I said, the blood of Jesus drains your special powers right now. Okay, 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 okay. You can have her. The spirits could see that after being confronted with that blood that I spoke over them. So I proceeded to find out if these legions of demonic spirits had any rights to her. No, 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 no. We came in because your ancestors practiced vile things. We came in four generations ago. So I find out that these demons had entered. Linda's mother's and father's ancestors, because of their participation in the occult, black magic, witchcraft, and Satanism. I mean, Linda testified there was Freemasonry, Jehovah's Witnesses, and sorcery in her background. So I led Linda in a prayer to renounce these curses and sins in the name of Jesus, and she readily did. We hold her heart to whole heart, the demons confess. 
as I called forth legions of holy angels to descend upon these evil spirits that have been afflicting this dear woman and her husband for years and years. Linda had shared that her husband, under control of demon powers, gave her an ultimatum recently. Either follow me or follow your God. Well, obviously, Linda, being a servant of God, chose to follow God. But obviously, her heart had been shattered with the pain, all the pain and all the rejection. Perhaps you're bound up, just like Linda was. Your heart shattered. The strongholds of, of pain and rejection have, have constricted you, have bound you up. And as I commanded the demons out of Linda, you could be set free right now. And in the authority of Jesus, I speak to that spirit of rejection, that spirit of pain that is afflicting you, my brother, my sister. And I command those spirits to lift off you in the authority of Jesus. Right now, you have been deeply rejected. You've been deeply hurt, traumatized. You're angry. You're hurt. You're rejected. You feel abandoned. You feel lonely and pain. That's all you feel in your heart. In the name of Jesus, I command those spirits manipulating you, that's binding you, that's placed you in satanic bondage because of the rejection to let go of you right now in the name of Spirit of rejection, go quickly out of that man, out of that woman right now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, just fill this precious woman. Fill that precious man with your Holy Spirit. And the demons, when I dealt with uh, uh, this precious lady, Linda, up in New York City, the demons said, you can have her. Jesus will set her free. The demons now informed me. Here, just moments earlier, they said they had special powers, that they were their armies, legions of them, that they were, they were too great for us to deal with. Now they're saying, you can have her. Jesus will set her free. <laughs> Remember, I'm outside my home around midnight confronting these spirits, and all of a sudden, it was really strange. A man comes around my fence and stops and look at, looks at me for several minutes. I simply ignore him because I'm ministering to this woman. Again, I trust Jesus. I have no doubt it was an attempt by the enemy to stall the deliverance. So in the name of Jesus Christ, I told these many, many demons, thousands and thousands of antichrist spirits to leave. And they immediately left. They repeated after me, and they were sent to that pit. I mean, Linda was amazed, my friends, how good she actually felt. She testified of feeling all these demons leave her body at once. When I was commanding them to go. I mean, she said she had never been been through anything like this before. She was so happy to be delivered. I mean, she she recently testified that that not that long ago the spirits had been speaking to her into her mind that, that she really cursed Jesus and that and obviously being a godly woman as she is, she rebuked the spirits. I do not curse Jesus. I love him. She just didn't know how to get rid of, of these blasphemous spirits. She was bound to these blasphemous spirits I mean, for more than 40 years as a believer. And she had never experienced anything like that. I mean, she never experienced the power of God, though. Somebody intervening in her life and, and in God's great providence, I was made available that night to help this dear woman to find freedom. And she said, I remember her saying, I now know how to help others and will now. I just didn't know how to. And I also prayed for her heart to be healed. And she was completely surprised how good her heart felt. I mean, God in his great love for her healed and liberated this woman. Isn't that amazing? God loves you too. And you can be saved. Perhaps you're not even born again. Jesus says you must be born again to enter the kingdom of heaven. 
That's what Jesus says. You must be born again. And you can be born again. Just simply say, Jesus is Lord. That's what the Bible says. If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. Just say, Jesus is Lord. I confess my sin. Ask for your forgiveness, Jesus. I believe in your death on the cross for my sins. I believe in the power of your resurrection. And I completely surrender in repentance to you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, if you just prayed that simple prayer, email me right now at j at jbartlett.org, j-a-y at jbartlett.org. Let me know so I could send you a free New Testament. I bless you, my friends, in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah.